At 3T, we understand the benefits of community. We understand the concept of community appears to be dying in the 2020s and beyond. Now, the reason for this is as the digital era comes about and we see more of our lives move online into the metaverse, instead of being in real life, we lose the connections that we once shared. Now, these connections used to be based on things like religion, ethnicity, locality, or even sharing similar interests. We join up together and live this sort of common life, this common reality. And the reason this seems to be disappearing is as society, especially in the West, becomes more secular, we realise that a combination of things like multiculturalism, social media, and the polarisation of different views has caused us to feel more separate and less unified, whether this is in our homes, on our streets, or even within our local areas. And it's caused the community to fragment into even smaller and smaller chunks. Now, the reason communities have reached this stage is that it's the whole divide and conquer style of thinking, where the more we separate people, the more we focus on our differences, the less we actually share this common humanity. Now, it doesn't matter where you live in the world. You could live in the UK, in Indonesia, in America, in Russia. But what connects us is way more abundant than what divides us. Things like family, love, friends, desire for knowledge, the desire to feel safe, free, the desire to be in control of our environments. These commonalities are shared throughout the world and throughout humanity. Now, the difficulty is, is that as we grow older, we need this sense of belonging. We need this sense of acceptance. Now, we find that at a young age in places like school, where if you all went to the same school, you tend to be friends. And as you grow older and go through the schooling system, those friends that you had in primary school and in high school tend to be, we tend to think that they're consolidated. We tend to think those relationships will last us as we grow older. And we're often quite unfortunately surprised when we head off to university or we start working at 16 to 18 that those friendships start to fade, those relationships start to fade because what used, what we used to share no longer holds us together. Now, at university, often the marketing tactic of most universities is one that focuses on telling us that we're going to make lifelong friends, that our friends are going to be the ones we make at university are the ones that we're going to do business with, we're going to know till the day we die. And I often think that this marketing tactic gives people a false sense of security about the effectiveness of building relationships at university, because university is almost like a pit stop. We spend longer at school than we do at university, which we often spend three years at um, for those who just do a single, single degree and for those who do longer degrees, five to seven years. And over this time, these relationships, we end up going to different parts of the world, following different career paths, and the relationships fade in a much similar way to what happened through school. So how do we avoid this and how do we go about forming the community? Well, a community in essence is a social unit. It can be made of people with different social roles. Now, if you look at a traditional tribe, there are grandparents, great-grandparents, there are parents, children, there are also teachers, doctors, there are healers, religious folk. Now, 
everyone comes together because a community in essence is almost like an ecosystem. It's full of all these diverse thoughts and diverse perspectives that come together to create this common whole. In today's world, communities seem to be based around focusing on maintaining as many similarities as possible while maintaining as little differences. And I think this is a fundamental reason that society and the idea of community is truly suffering. When we surround ourselves with those who are only similar to us, what ends up happening is we have this distorted view of reality where we view the opinions and feelings and beliefs of those around us as testament to the true nature of reality, which can often be limiting for our own growth, but also quite delusional. And the reason I say this is, if you look at, for example, orthodox religion, so say a really, really orthodox Christian family or really orthodox Muslim family, their feelings and perceptions of the world or what is moral and what is amoral would be entirely distant from the mainstream society. Now, I'm not encouraging we base our communities off the morals and values of mainstream society, but to value difference, to value diversity, is important in building strong and resilient communities. As problems are destined to arise, you're going to have problems that are based around morality, you're going to have problems based around decision making or even people's approach to things. But when you only have a singular thought of thinking, a singular doctrine that you follow, what ends up happening is you end up losing more members of your community than gaining. Whereas I feel the internet and the digital era has brought with it a sense of openness, democratisation, transparency. And this is something which I believe we should unbelievably apply to our communities. Now, openness and democratisation are this idea that we should be open to the views of others, open to understand them, acknowledge them and value them as much as we value our own. The reason that I say this is important is that each individual within society itself matters. Now, within a capitalistic society, we often believe that those who have more money are more virtuous and, you know, better role models than those who have less or those who fall lower on the socioeconomic ladder. Whereas having this open and democratised mentality allows us to see that socioeconomic backgrounds aren't as flexible and fluid as we are led to believe. And often they are as limiting and built into the structure of our society, which therefore requires us to take an open approach, an approach that willingly acknowledges that we should be building communities that are, that do not consider things like wealth, race, religion, um, politics, or even opinions about a variety of current events. Instead, these communities should be built on this common idea of humanity, because that allows you to build the community from not only your school or your high school or your sixth form or your university, but also from alternative places like your workplace or from um, charity work that you may commit to. For myself, I saw this, I saw this approach work particularly well as when I was 21, I was sentenced to prison and this was for a conspiracy to supply cannabis. And during my prison sentence, I held this openness, this willingness to get to know others, not for any other reason, but to understand their humanity, to understand their path and their experience that had led them to the prison.
And what I found was my openness and willingness to speak, to be authentic and to talk to these people allowed me to build strong lifelong relationships that I ended up being able to bring into my community and to be able to consolidate my community through diverse experiences that the individuals who were in my community, my family, my friends, my um, university friends or my colleagues from work or my colleagues in business had never encountered. And what I found was this built this richness within the community, this understanding that maybe we shouldn't judge, maybe we should be open to you. Now, community serves us not only giving us that acceptance and belonging, but it serves a purpose through the long term of our lives. And when I say well, when you look at the long term perspective in your life as a young person, you often see that you're going to get old one day, one day you're going to have a family, or you may want to have a family, you may not. But all of these things, they require support. And as we rely less on the nuclear family, so the mum, dad, the siblings, we focus more externally. And there's often a famous saying where it takes a whole village to raise a child. And I believe this to be very true in the context of why community is so important. When you do have children, when you grow old, when your family grow old, it's important to maintain a support network around them that isn't totally reliant on a few relationships. Now, the reason that this is important is when you build this over-reliance on a few relationships, you build these unhealthy attachments, these expectations. You expect your siblings to look after your child. You expect your parents to look after your child. You expect your um, younger siblings to look after you, or you accept, expect your kids to look after you when you grow old. Whereas when you have a community, a group of people that you grow old with, a group of people that you go through the passages of what it means to be human with, you end up with an almost detached approach to maintaining these expectations, maintaining your safety, your stability as you grow older. Because what we often find is those people within our community are central to our experience, what it means to be us. They're central to those who we go to for support during difficult times. They also allow us to understand where we go wrong and where we go right and how to deal with a variety of issues that we may not have the capacity or the experience or even the knowledge to deal with until we approach our community with it. So community capital, this idea of building strong and resilient communities that don't have to be hundreds of people, they can be 15 people, 20 people, but it's building that social network outside of the digital world, in the real world so that you have people to experience the realities of day-to-day -day life with and to progress with, to build with, to grow old with and ultimately to live life with because people, the people around us give us meaning and as much as that meaning should come from within us, it also comes from the social circumstances and the conditioning that we undergo through the people, the places, the environment and the experiences we have. So community should be part of everyone's aims. It should be on your agenda to build a community that allows you to feel stable, allows you to feel sufficiently happy and content, while also feeling that you have a place of belonging and acceptance.